Article 2, Application of its Provisions, except as provided in the Treaties and Laws of Preferential Application, the provisions of this code shall be enforced not only within the Philippine archipelago, including its atmosphere, its interior waters, and maritime zone, but also outside of its jurisdiction against those who, number one, should commit an offense while on a Philippine ship or airship. Number two, should forge or counterfeit any coin or currency note of the Philippine Islands for obligations and securities issued by the government of the Philippine Islands. Number three, should be liable for acts connected with the introduction into the islands of the obligation and securities mentioned in the preceding number. Number four, well-being public officers or employees should commit an offense in the exercise of their functions. Or number five, should commit any of the crimes against national security and uh, the law of nations defined in Title I of Book II of this code. Scope of the application of the provisions of the Revised Penal Code. The provisions of the Revised Penal Code shall be enforced not only within the Philippine archipelago but also outside of its jurisdiction in certain cases. The five paragraphs of Article II treat of the application of the Revised Penal Code to acts committed in the air at sea and even in a foreign country when such acts affect the political or economic life of the nation. In what cases are the provisions of the Revised Penal Code applicable even if the felony is committed outside of the Philippines? They are applicable in the following cases. Number one, when the offender should commit an offense while on a Philippine ship or airship, the Philippine vessel, although beyond three miles from the seashore, is considered part of the national territory thus any person who committed a crime on board a Philippine ship or airship while the same is outside of the Philippine territory can be tried before our civil courts for violation of the penal code. But when the Philippine vessel or aircraft is in the territory of a foreign country, the crime committed on said vessel or aircraft is subject to the laws of that foreign country. A Philippine vessel or aircraft must be understood as that which is registered in the Philippine Bureau of Customs. It is the registration of the vessel or aircraft in accordance with the laws of the Philippines, not the citizenship of its owners, which makes it a Philippine ship or airship. A vessel or aircraft which is unregistered or unlicensed does not come within the purview of paragraph number one of Article 2. Thus, if a crime is committed 10 miles from the shores of the Philippines on board a vessel belonging to a Filipino, but the same is not registered or licensed in accordance with the laws of the Philippines paragraph number 1 of Article 2 is not applicable. The Philippine court has no jurisdiction over the crime of theft committed on the high seas on board a vessel not registered or licensed in the Philippines. When the offender should forge or counterfeit any coin or currency note of the Philippines or obligations and securities issued by the government, thus any person who makes false or counterfeit claim, I mean counterfeit coins, Article 163, or forges treasury or banknotes or other obligations and securities, Article 166, in a foreign country may be prosecuted before our civil courts for violation of Article 163 or Article 166 of the Revised Penal Code. When the offender should be liable for acts connected with the introduction into the Philippines of the obligations and securities mentioned in the preceding number, the reason for this provision is that the introduction of forged or counterfeited obligations and securities into the Philippines is as dangerous as the forging or counterfeiting of the same to the economical interest of the country. 
when the offender while being a public officer or employee should commit an offense in the exercise of his functions. The crimes that may be committed in the exercise of public functions are direct bribery, that's Article 210, indirect bribery, Article 211, frauds against the public treasury, Article 213, possessions of prohibited interest, Article 216, malversation of public funds or property, Article 217, failure of accountable officer to render accounts, Article 218, illegal use of public funds or property, Article 220, failure to make delivery of public funds or property, Article 221, and falsification by a public officer or employee committed with abuse of his official position, that's Article 171. When any of these felonies is committed abroad by any of our public officers or employees while in the exercise of his functions, he can be prosecuted here when the offender should commit any of the crimes against the national security and the law of nations. The crimes against the national security and the law of nations are treason, Article 114, conspiracy and proposal to commit treason, Article 115, Espionage, Article 117, inciting to war and giving motives for reprisals, Article 118, violation of neutrality, Article 119, correspondence with hostile country, Article 120, lie to enemies country, Article 121, and piracy and mutiny on the high seas, Article 122. The crimes punishable in the Philippines under Article 2 are cognizable by the regional trial court in which the charge is filed. The crimes committed outside of the Philippines but punishable therein under Article 2 of the Revised Penal Code shall be cognizable by the regional trial court in which the charge is first filed. Regional trial court, formerly CFI, have original jurisdiction over all crimes and offenses committed on the high seas or beyond the jurisdiction of any country on board a ship or warcraft of any kind registered or licensed in the Philippines in accordance with its laws. Important words and phrase in Article 2. Number 1. Except as provided in the treaties and laws of preferential application, this phrase means that while the general rule is that the provisions of the revised penal code shall be enforced against any person who violates any of its provisions, while living or sojourning in the Philippines, the exception to that rule may be provided by the treaties and laws of preferential applications like the RPUS Visiting Forces Accord, the Military Basis Agreement between the Republic of the Philippines and the United States of America, and the provisions of Republic Act No. 75. Number 2. Its Atmosphere The sovereignty of the subjacent state and therefore its penal laws extend to all the airspace which covers its territory subject to the right of way or easement in favor of foreign aircrafts. Number three, interior waters. The phrase interior waters includes creeks, rivers, lakes, and bays, gulfs, straits, coves, inlets, and roadsteads lying wholly within the three-mile limit. Number four, maritime zone. The states, by means of treaties, have fixed its length to three miles from the coastline starting from the low water mark. It includes those base gulfs adja adjacent parts of the sea or recesses in the coastline whose width at their entrance is not more than 12 miles measured in a straight line from headland to headland and all straits of less than 6 miles wide. For those straits having more than that width, 
the space in the center outside of the marine league limits is considered as open sea. Crimes committed on board foreign merchant ship or airship. Just as our merchant ship is an extension of our territory, foreign merchant ship is considered an extension of the territory of the country to which it belongs. For this reason, an offense committed on the high seas on board a foreign merchant vessel is not triable by our courts. Continuing offense on board a foreign vessel. But a continuing crime committed on board a Norwegian merchant vessel sailing from Formosa to the Philippines by failing to provide <coughs> stalls for animals in transit in violation of Act Number no. 55 is triable in the Philippines. The offense of failing to provide suitable means for securing animals while transporting them on a foreign ship from a foreign port to a port of the Philippines is within the jurisdiction of the courts of the Philippines when the forbidden conditions existed during the ship this during the time the ship was within territorial waters regardless of the fact that the same conditions existed when the ship sailed from the foreign port and while it was on the high seas offense committed on board a foreign merchant vessel while on Philippine waters is triable before our court since the philippine territory extends to three miles from the headlands when a foreign merchant vessel enters this three mile limit the ship's officers and crew become subject to the jurisdiction of our courts the space within three miles of a line drawn from the headlands which embrace the entrance to manila bay is within territorial waters rules as to jurisdiction over crimes committed aboard foreign merchant vessels there are two rules as to jurisdiction over crimes committed aboard merchant vessels which while in the territorial waters of another country french rule such crimes are not liable in the courts of that country unless their commission affects the peace and security of the territory or the safety of the state is endangered english rule such crimes are triable in that country unless they merely affect things within the vessel or they refer to the internal management thereof. In this country, we observe the English rule. According to the French theory and practice, matters happening on board a merchant ship which do not concern the tranquility of the port or persons foreign to the crew are justiciable only by the courts of the country to which the vessel belongs. The French courts therefore claim exclusive jurisdiction over crimes committed on board French merchant vessels in foreign ports by one member of the crew against another. Such jurisdiction has never been admitted or claimed by Great Britain as a right, although she has frequently conceded it by treaties. Do the Philippine courts have jurisdiction over the crime of homicide committed on board a foreign merchant vessel? by a member of the crew against another. Disorders which disturb only the peace of the ship or those on board are to be dealt with exclusively by the sovereignty of the home of the ship, but those which disturb the public peace may be suppressed, and if need be, the offender is punished by the proper authorities of the local jurisdiction. It may not be easy at all times to determine to which of the two jurisdictions a particular act of disorder belongs. Much will undoubtedly depend on the attending circumstances of the particular case but all must concede that felonious homicide is a subject for the local jurisdiction and that if the proper authorities are proceeding with the case in the regular way the consul has no right to interfere to prevent it 
crimes not involving a breach of public order committed on board a foreign merchant vessel in transit not viable by our courts. Mere possession of opium aboard a foreign merchant vessel in transit is not viable in Philippine courts because that fact alone does not constitute a breach of public order. The reason for this ruling is that mere possession of opium on such a ship without being used in our territory does not bring about in this country those disastrous effects that our law contemplates avoiding. But said courts acquire jurisdiction when the tins of opium are landed from the vessel on Philippine soil, landing or using opium is an open violation of the laws of the Philippines. When the foreign merchant vessel is not in transit because the Philippines is its terminal port, the person in possession of opium on board that vessel is liable because he may be held guilty of illegal importation of opium. Smoking opium constitutes a breach of public order. Smoking, smoking opium aboard an English vessel while anchored two and a half miles in Manila Bay constitutes a breach of public order because the primary object of the law in punishing the use of opium is to protect the inhabitants of this country against the disastrous effects entrailed by the use of such drug and to smoke opium within our territorial limits even though aboard a foreign merchant ship is certainly a breach of the public order here established because it causes such drug to produce its pernicious effects within our territory. Philippine courts have jurisdiction over crimes constituting a breach of public order aboard merchant vessels anchored in Philippine jurisdictional waters. Philippine courts have no jurisdiction over offenses committed on board foreign warships in territorial waters. In case vessels are in the ports or territorial waters of a foreign country, a distinction must be made between merchant ships and warships. The former are more or less subjected to the territorial laws. Warships are always reputed to be the territory of the country to which they belong and cannot be subjected to the laws of another state. A United States Army transport is considered a warship. Extraterritorial Application of Republic Act No. 9372 Republic Act No. 9372, otherwise known as the Human Security Act of 2007, which was passed into law on March 6, 2007, has extraterritorial application. Section 58 of Republic Act No. 9372 provides that subject to the provision of an existing treaty of which the Philippines is a signatory and to any contrary provision of any law of preferential application, the provisions of the Act shall apply. Number 1. To individual persons who commit any of the crimes defined and punished in the Act within the terrestrial domain, interior waters, maritime zone, and airspace of the Philippines. To individual persons who, although physically outside the territorial limits of the Philippines, commit, conspire, or plot any of the crimes defined and punished in the Act inside the territorial limits of the Philippines. To individual persons who, although physically outside the territorial limits of the Philippines, commit any of the said crimes on board Philippine ship or airship. To individual persons who commit any of said crimes within any embassy, consulate, or diplomatic premises belonging to or occupied by the Philippine government in an official capacity. To individual persons who, although physically outside the territorial limits of the Philippines, commit said crimes against Philippine citizens or persons of Philippine descent, where their citizenship or ethnicity was a factor in the commission of the crime. And to individual persons who, although physically outside the territorial limits of the Philippines, commit said crimes directly against the Philippine government.